It's time to experience Thrill of the Hunt, a collector's podcast. Hey, kid, you want a toy? What do the man know about toys? Action figures each sold separately. Batteries not included. With Kung Fu Grip, the hands that grip. I have three of each, one to display, one to open, and one just in case. Why do you keep all your toys in boxes? How do you play with them? I don't. <laughs> I collect them. You're not a collector's item. You're a child's plaything. You are a toy! Action figures and playsets for ages six and up. Way up! Well, hello, everybody. It's been a while, but we're back with episode seven, and we're going to recap PulseCon for you. Brian, welcome back. Thanks. It's nice to be back. I know it's been uh, it's been a while. Uh, all I can say is life. <laughs> it's just it's just uh, a lot going on uh, personally, uh, professionally um, with, you know, things. So we we. Both of us have been kind of dealing with other stuff, but we won't get the details of it, but mostly it's, it's, I would say work stress, I think is the best way to put it without being too, too forced. Agreed. It's, it's been different. And while I am now permanently working from home, there's been adjustments that everybody's had to make with over the last almost two years now. And, you know, there's other things thrown in there, but the important thing is we're back. We're not going to commit to a regular schedule, but we do promise that we're going to put out content a little bit more regular than we have over the last, what, eight months? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also part of that was um, I was moving into a new space and um, I have a nice setup now. Actually, I have two monitors and a, and a desktop and my microphone set up on this really nice desk. Um, eventually if we start doing videos with our recordings, you'll see my bookshelf behind me filled with all of my Mike Mignola Hellboy paraphernalia, um, mixed in with some turtles and star Wars stuff, got my toys in front of me at my desk. So it, it definitely adds to the creativity of what we do here. Yeah. I I'm behind on getting my setup done. Other priorities kind of came up, but I eventually will have a, uh, a setup of my own here, which I'm looking forward to with, with even a photo booth um, to be able to take photographs and stuff, but I'll get there. Um, yeah. And, and, but, but we're back and PulseCon quite a bit to discuss. Yeah. So much that they had to separate into two different events. One of which I attended one of which Chris attended because I'm cheap. Well, <laughs> you know, that's a perfect segue into the first thing that I have here that I want to talk about. And even before PulseCon got started, when they released the schedule in very small, fine print, they said Star Wars items will not be available for Pulse Premium members to order ahead of time. So, oh it, you know, yeah, if you're if you're only in on Star Wars, I, I don't think that's being cheap because for someone like me, it, multiple Hasbro properties. I'm getting my money out of it because I'm able to get, even if I don't order anything from there, just being able to pre-order exclusives that hour right. early. But if you're only in on star Wars, which I have some friends that are, and I think that people are going to be reconsidering whether they do that. Cause this is the second time now that they've done that and people were not happy, but that was even before it started. So kind of a perfect segue there, but there was a pulse premium member uh, members, event that took place uh last night 
And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit too, but there were several different properties here represented. And I just oh, yeah. want and, and to, and I do want to piggyback off of what you said about Star Wars at the beginning. I do want to say one thing is, is it really Star Wars anymore? Or is it just the Mandalorian and some ancillary stuff? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just to clarify, should we really be calling this a Star Wars line anymore? Or should we just be calling this Disney plus the Star Wars wave? You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, no offense. I mean, it is the only Star Wars product we're getting right now in, in media form, like, you know, visual form that we're getting, you know, through television, Disney plus, you know, so I get it, but I mean, I, I and Chris will both say we weren't huge fans of Rise of Skywalker. No offense to those who enjoyed it. I'm glad you did. That's awesome. Everyone enjoys their own medium. But what I will say is how many figures came out for, for an actual feature-length Skywalker saga film? I believe there were like three or four figures, and that was it. And two of them were re-releases, basically, of Kylo Ren and Ray. But, I mean, I think I think they figured out that, uh, you know, the only thing that's going to really sell is repackaging Mandalorian with his 18th different color scheme at this point. So, Yeah. I mean, you make a fair point and I'm glad you brought it up early, you know, uh, cause it's a point that I was going to make when we got to star Wars, but we're just, we'll just make I it the now. Gun. I had to, I had and, to. and you're fine because <laughs> this is something, you know, it's funny because yeah, I'm part of a text group and we've talked about that on the show before. And in there, I said, it's almost like Hasbro forgot that this franchise is built around movies yeah. and not television shows. Now in all fairness, I do want to put this on the table and I do want to say that Mandalorian kind of rescued star Wars from it's fair to say that fr- from kind of, you know, going into a little bit of obscurity for a little while after we finished the, the ratings trilogy. and funding. I mean, the ratings and money it's brought in, I mean, prove that point. I mean, it's, you can't yeah. deny it. And so it's, and it's opening the door to other shows, you know, Obi-Wan, the book of Boba Fett, yep. Ahsoka. And I'm hoping those are just as good as Mandalorian, but yes, I think we're all feeling the all Mandalorian all the time. <laughs> <laughs> And, and notice we haven't said the word Grogu yet, but I'm going to throw down my first couple of Grogu's. But yeah, that includes Grogu, right? That, that's, that's the package that comes along the way. Yeah, it's definitely too much of a good thing, I think, with, when it, with regards to Grogu. So I'll, I'll, I'll bring this back. I'll bring this back to, to PulseCon, and we're going to kind of recap what happened during PulseCon, and we're going to talk about the different lines, as Chris was alluding to before I took us down that path, the different lines that Hasbro went through, and it was split up into two major days. The first day we started off with one of Chris, if not Chris's favorite line to collect right now, Power Rangers. Yes, we did, and I was quite excited for this panel, but understanding that we've had a lot of Power Rangers thrown at us this year. and Oh, yeah throw on top of that the shipping um backup and and what's going oh, yeah. on there and if you haven't heard we are experiencing supply chain shortages just about in every commodity across the board uh mostly because we just can't get stuff here and the ports are backed up exactly but anyway the ports are backed up too yeah i'm glad you brought up that point like there are literally hundreds of barges sitting out off the port of the west coast that that haven't even made their way they've been sitting out there for weeks to a month 
trying yep. to come in through customs. Exactly. And that's impacted all the, all the announcements that we've had this year. So we've had a ton of Power Ranger announcements and a lot of it has gotten pushed back and we're only just now kind of seeing these things start to, to come out. So like tomorrow I have something coming from Amazon for Power Rangers and uh, you know, there's been a couple things hitting here and there. So we're starting to see that, but it's all getting jammed into the, the end here for stuff that was supposed to come out, you know, midsummer, you know, months ago. Mm. So they didn't reveal a ton, which I, I, I was expecting, but, and the other thing I want to point out, they didn't really have any surprises. So if you, and, and we don't, you know, roll with rumors on the show, but we right. do follow those pages and stuff and all of the stuff that was revealed was rumors and turned out to be true. So there were no surprises in the power Rangers panel. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, w- what was the one figure that you were most excited about that you saw? Figure wise, I'm going to go with the lunar wolf from wild force. It looks really good. I know there's, there's been some complaints of he's missing a stripe and the boots aren't the right color, but we're not getting him till next year. So these oh, were there's a good chance for them yeah, to make those changes. There's, yeah. These were renderings. They can they can oh, fix good. it. Yeah, they'll yeah. fix it. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come up in arms yet. And I <laughs> with this line, I'm not I know some of the visors people get out of shape about if it's silver or white. I'm that's how I am with my Star Wars stuff. I don't go to that <laughs> level with Power Rangers, I just right. enjoy it. But I will say one of the things that a lot of people enjoyed was the Lord Zed helmet, which you wouldn't think that that would be. That was like every other picture on my feed for like an hour was like the video or the images of the person wearing the Lord Zed in the promo. It was everywhere. Well, and here's an interesting point that I'd like to bring up. And that is, and and this isn't my thought. Somebody else brought this up to me, but I'm going to steal it. And I, I wish I could credit who said it exactly, but they said, well, how come we can back metalize the chrome on that helmet? But in the Star Wars line, we can't uh, back metalize droids and such. That's a and great that's point. A, yeah, that's a, that is a great point. And somebody had said, well, maybe it has to do with the different licensors, you know, and, and how they run that's their environmental. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't have to answer. They don't have to answer to much of Power Rangers. They're, they're pretty they're pretty lax, I would say. If you've seen the figures that have come up for Power Rangers, not just from Hasbro, but previously um, from Bondi and others, I mean, it's, I mean, they give they give a little bit more creative freedom. Yeah, yeah. And we've talked about the, how I didn't, I wasn't a fan yeah. of the Bandai <laughs> line for the crazy proportions. But um, yeah. the other thing that I was really excited about, well, I think f- before I get to the, to that, let me say that they've changed. They're not no longer going to have the monsters and the versus packs. They've kind okay. of made that in one line where it's going to be they're they're considered deluxe figures. Ah, so, so you can get a thirty one dollar price point on it. Yeah, well, the monsters were already in that price range, but now they have they have rangers. They're going to start coming with vehicles, and ah. the first one is the the in space blue ranger, which we literally have him coming th- at the end of this year in a two pack with psycho silver. So I didn't get that one, but they're doing the galaxy gliders. And if you're into that kind of thing, I think that's wonderful that we're getting vehicles in the line for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not attached to in space galaxy gliders. So, and, and you're redoing a ranger. Now, when you get to rangers that we don't have, you'll probably get me there. But so those are going to be deluxe along with the monster and the monster is Peranta's head, which we thought maybe it gotten canceled because 
it had been announced last year and then just disappeared off no the radar since. Yeah. Yeah. So we got, I wanted to mention that, but the uh, thing that, you know, was exciting is they announced the Zord Ascension project, which is basically they're going to get into doing Megazords. And they had a prototype there to show of the Dino Megazord. It looks mm-hmm. really good. People were comparing it to the Soul of Chikokin one, which that's a pretty high compliment. And this was going to be a, lo- a lower price point. I think they were talking about 200 and not oh. as lab. Um, <laughs> Wait, are you ta- are you telling me that they're there? And we're not going to go into detail about this because we have a whole show dedicated to it. But uh, the, you're telling me that it's possible to do a vehicle or larger character and not have to crowdfund it and put it straight to retail. Is that a novel concept? I know. Right. <laughs> you know, and I, a lot of people thought, cause it's pretty big. I mean, these are big and, and I'm, I'm not going to be all in on these. I'll pick and choose. I, I went back and got some of the right Bondi ones last year and, and whatnot. So I'll pick and choose, but I probably, they will probably get me for the Dino Megazord and, and a Dragon Zord. That is pretty cool looking. I got to agree. Yeah. I got to say myself and I'm not a big Power Rangers person, but I, I do, I do appreciate Chris's Megazords from afar. They're pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Now I want to, you know, since we kind of touched on the, on, on what I liked about the reveals, there's two things that I'm going to nitpick with the reveals. And All right. One of them, give it to us. Okay. So one of them is we just got a, it was the power con, which was done online this year, um, which mm-hmm. is the power Rangers convention. They revealed there was a two pack of, of cogs from Zio. They're basically the, like the henchmen from Zio. And okay. I got those. I like them. They're great. And then they're releasing a single pack cog. Now, normally I just pass, but there's a story here. And that is, is that when they released the Zio figures, the first one was Rocky, the blue Zio Ranger. And they had advertised that they were all going to come with their individual weapons. So they all have the basic weapons. There's a sword and there's like a blaster gun And then they all have individual weapons. Well, Rocky never came with his, but then subsequent releases all had theirs. So in order to get Rocky's Tomfas, which is the weapons, they packed them in with the single pack cog. Uh, And I'm like, you, they pulled a NECA. They pulled a NECA. And, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I I guess on their part, that's a smart thing to do. They promised they were going to find a way to get them to us. And they, they lived up to that promise. But unfortunately I have to buy a cog that I really, don't need to get those, but I want his weapons because he looks odd without having his when all the others have theirs. So that oh was, gosh. yeah, and that, there was quite a bit of in the in the Ranger community that people yeah. were not happy about that. What, what, um, whatever happened to days when Hasbro did or any toy company did accessory packs? Yes, like, that is. Like, I don't understand, like, for example, and, and the reason why I brought up NECA is for good reason. I'll give an, an, an example of what I meant by that comment is the McCready car- the McCready figure, which is everyone knows I collect some of the horror figures from NECA and McCready from Outpost 31. If anyone knows what that character is from, he's the main character Kurt Russell plays in John Carpenter's The Thing, one of the great classic horror films. Uh, and in from the 80s and in the thing um mccready has a very consistent look in the sense of his uh, attire but uh has different accessories along the way so we've already gotten two releases of the same exact mccready figure with the same exact outfit 
in the same exact head sculpts. The only difference was one came with a flamethrower and one came with a shotgun and some other little accessories. But basically, you could have just released an accessory pack and covered the whole issue. And why not here with Power Rangers, right? Why don't you do an accessory pack of weapons for all the Rangers in that group rather than trying to make up for it down the down the pipeline? And it's cheaper packaging-wise because then you don't have to go back and package the packaging for the individual figures. You only need the clamshell for the figure, and then all of the weapons go into one clamshell. It, 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 it makes no sense. Why wouldn't you do that? I completely agree with what you're saying there. And, you know, toy lines of the eighties and even into the nineties, we got accessory packs. Like I can, yeah, I had those accessory packs. I think I went out, I went out and sold them, but I I did have them at one point and we got accessory packs for just about every line. And I don't understand why, you know, we can't do it here, but that's the way they wanted to, to take it. They're making good on their promise. So I guess, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, all right, well, you got to live with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of those things we're forced to live with. But one thing I want to bring up before we jump into the rest of them, just a quick thing is what are your thoughts? And, and we'll mention this again during Transformers, which if you ever listen to uh, Robo during the Foosh, which we all do, you know, it's kind of like Chris and Brian don't know, you know, <laughs> we talk about some of these lines <laughs> and, and we'll, 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 we'll point those out in a minute. But what I want you, what I want to hear about is your thoughts on Hasbro, uh, much like Funko following in Funko's footsteps over the past month, jumping into the NFT game. And Chris, could you enlighten our listeners on what NFT is? Okay, so I'd heard of NFTs before, and I kind of knew, okay, it's some kind of special J- JPEG that's got chain code associated with it to tell you certain things. But then I had to go and do a little bit more research. And it's it's actually stands for non-fungible token. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of a, a form of pseudo cryptocurrency, if you will. Yep. Uh, and so let me just say, even before they announced this, I was not a fan when I heard Funko was doing this. And then I can tell you this upset the Ranger community big time. Interesting. And a lot of... of uh, one of the guys I listen to is, is Josh from, um, he does the, um, oh my goodness. I can't think of his pot, his, his show he does on YouTube, uh, about the lightning collection. Okay. And he was like, you know, going back and forth because it actually allows you, there's a convoluted process you have to go through to get the, the token and then to get the, but you get the black and gold version of the Megazord, the, the Dino Megazord that they're going to do. You'll get a physical toy, but they limited these to 200. But a lot of people were like, no, I'm not doing it just based on the fact that it's an NFT and it upset the community. I'm not a fan. I, I'm generation X through and through. So I believe <laughs> in physical and I want to hold it in my hand. Exactly. Books, magazine, you know, I mean, I do some digital stuff, but I like to have CDs or records, you know, I I like physical and that's, I think that's just the generation that I grew up in. I think that that's, you know, we'll see down the line. I believe the channel you were referring to. So we we give credit was the Illuminati, I believe. No, it's um, okay. No, no, it's, oh my gosh. I I know that would drive you nuts. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to look it up real quick here because I, I want to give credit to 
to the yeah, show. Yeah, of course. Look that up while, while I start talking about Ghostbusters. So sure. So Ghostbusters, excuse me, Ghostbusters, as we know, um, is relaunching with the new film Afterlife, and um, we've been seeing it really ramp up over the last month. Promotions, marketing, and Hasbro has started to put their line of figures in the stores. You've probably seen them at your local Target so far. Haven't really seen them at Walmart yet, but I definitely have seen them a couple times at Target of the past week and a half. Um, and uh, some some spoilers there. I won't say anything, but there's some certain characters that we know are returning. Um, but what Ghostbusters was shown, they didn't really show any new figures because obviously the film hasn't come out, so they don't want to give any more of a tease than they already have. Um, but they did tease something that was later confirmed in the follow-up Pulse Premium show just last night, which was the HasLab one, uh, what is this now, the the first, I think, HasLab announcement of the day, um, the Proton Pack and Egon's uh, Spengler's Proton Pack, to be precise. As we know, this film follows the story of his grandchildren. Um, that's as far as we know. This is nothing that's spoilerific here. Um, follows his grandchildren um, and them coming across some relics of Egon's past. And the story goes from there. So one of the relics is his proton pack. And they showcased it last night. Um, I've seen some videos afterwards. Um, looks pretty amazing. I believe the price point uh, to get in on that is $399 plus tax and shipping. Um, and then there will also be um, some uh, different tiers, which they kind of gave away with the titles pretty much. Um, but there are some things that help accent the Proton Pack, some different um, accessories as well as stands to make it look cool, things like that, that we don't know what that looks like yet. And But we'll see once it gets to a certain backer count. Um, but I think Chris may have figured out uh, the answer to his question on the channel he was referring to earlier for Power Rangers. Yes, it's it's Lightning Storm. It's Josh over at Lightning Storm. Well, very I can't cool. believe I forgot that. But Well, thank um, you, Josh, from Lightning Storm for informing us on Power Rangers information. Yes. Um, but to, to kind of bring it back to the Ghostbusters here. Um, so yeah, they teased that they didn't announce anything new, but they teased the proton pack was going to be coming for, for, um, HasLab. And then of course, like you said, last night it went up and I have to say, uh, I'm actually pulling it up now. I've been following it because, and, and we'll get, oh, where's to it, it at now? I know, I know it needs 7,000 to launch. Where's it at now? It's outpacing the Rancor and the Sky Striker right now. Wow. Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? And that's yeah. at 9 p.m. as we're recording on October 28th. Who are you going to call? Apparently Ghostbusters over any of the other lines. And who said Ghostbusters toy line was dead? No, not when it comes to high-level replica items. Yeah. So they right now they're sitting at 4,489 wow. backers. And that's they only need... 50. Seven thousand. Yep, they're already over the fifty percent mark. Which the Rancor, the last time I checked, and I'll check when we kind of get there. And yeah. the Sky Striker are not yet at fifty percent. All right then. Yeah. So that leads us into a section that we know very little about, other than watching the recent Netflix series, which we enjoy, is Transformers. And uh, and Chris, I'm going to let you tackle this one because I have no idea where to begin to explain any of this. Yeah, so I, I mean, I dabble in Transformers as a rule. I do not pre-order Transformers. 
I, I did make an exception with the Dinobots, but um, basically this is a new series. So they're coming out of War for Cybertron and they're doing a Generation Legacy series. So basically what it is, is they are being able to do Transformers across the Transformers universe timeline spectrum. So they're going to be doing different versions. So for instance, they're doing a, a G2 uh, Optimus Prime version, which not my Optimus Prime. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the design, but there are people out there that want it. So that's cool that they're going to be able to kind of pick and choose all across the Transformers universe and pull these out. There were a couple that if I see them, I may pick them up. Um, th- I think the coolest one worth mentioning, because you'll probably remember these from when we were a kid, is the Insecticons. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. they're doing the the, the Grasshopper uh, kickback, which is a Decepticon. Um, I thought that one was pretty cool and it looks very G1. Um, so pretty much as a rule, if it's G, if it looks G1 and it grabs me and there's not a whole lot else going on, I'll grab them. It's I dabble, but <laughs> I don't know. Like you said, I don't know the Transformers line. Yeah. Yeah. And we apologize for those Transformers fans. We know you're out there. We know it's a huge fan base and I do have an appreciation for it. It's just you can only collect so much. And you got to choose am, what you like the most. Exactly. And I am learning more because I do dabble in it. So um, I, I have learned some more with that, but you're right. You know, I mean, I'm, I won't, I don't, I don't, don't want to say I'm all over the board, but I collect quite a few lines. So I have to, yeah. you have to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> we got to. Yeah. Yeah. So this leads us to what used to be in my mind, the epicenter of toy collecting, right? The line that basically ran merchandising, right? This this was, you know, if we go back to Spaceballs, this was merchandising, right? This was what started everything in the toy industry being able to tie into films and television. We know it's Star Wars. Star Wars was the king, right? And I say was because, I mean monetarily it probably still is the biggest cash cow but creatively i think it can be questioned now and i think i think we've done some of that at the beginning of the show but let's talk about what they unveil first but let's talk about what is coming out star wars right there definitely seems to be an understanding that a lot of fan bases won three and three quarter again i think it's clear that Hasbro has heard that over the past couple of years and has been consistently front-loading and focusing their announcements with the TVC or the Vintage Collection. And they front-load it, and then they follow up with Black Series. Is it just me, or do you feel like they're trying to pander at that beginning of those sessions? A a little bit. It does feel like, you know, and we haven't talked about you know, how the actual panels went outside of the reveals and maybe we'll, I'll sum it up at the right. end of each day, but uh, it definitely felt that they were pandering. It was funny because last night somebody was complaining uh, they want more TVC and somebody who was a black series collector in the chat was like, man, you guys have been getting a lot this year. Yes. Like black series hasn't had, you know, I mean, black series is still getting stuff, but you guys have gotten a lot this it year. So flipped. like, why are you, why are you complaining now? I think that they're trying to trying to balance it a little bit better because for, for what, like two years there, TVC was like 
you know, we got like eight figures over the course of the year. And some of them were probably repacks. Oh yeah. Um, so, I mean, they led with TVC. I love how we're renumbering the repacks too. Well, so, what I'm saying is you're, they're getting a new numerical attachment to their vintage collection number, even though they're the same exact figure. Actually, they're, they're, I think they're using the same, the same numbering. So like, really, I thought, yeah. I mean, Ahsoka's original number was VC 102 for that. Ahsoka and they comment. are using 102 for this one. That is correct. Actually, I, yeah, I did. I give them credit then. I was ready to yeah. jump on that train. I apologize. I actually researched that one uh, when putting <laughs> together our show notes because I wanted to be sure because I was I was a little vague on that too. But I think so far, if they re-release good uh, vintage collection, they're using the same numbers. So. Well, that's good. That's good. And in this case, they're they're re-releasing, and I think this is a good re-release wave. Mace Windu. Obi-Wan Kenobi, both with the cloth robes. And they said they actually, the cloth robes have been redone. So they're not as baggy. So they're actually. Oh, yeah, they yeah. always were baggy. Even the Black Series ones. Yes. And then they're doing uh, Anakin Locoon, Skywalker. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one's. You can get some some custom ca- uh, robes for that'll fit much better. There's a lot out there. There's a lot of, or, uh, there's a lot of uh, customizers doing those now. Yeah. But we got. Uh, Anakin uh, in Jedi training. And then the big one was the Ahsoka Tano, which was the mo- one of the most expensive ones. VC yeah, 102. That's one of those grail items as people like to say. And what's funny is I had one because that yeah, was you part did. of that. That was part you of that. Sold Amazon that at the right rate. time. You sold that at the right time, Chris. But the, and the reason I sold it is because I'm, I'm an opener and then they released that figure in the, remember when they did the black Different series packaging. in the little boxes. Yep. So I picked it up there and I'm like, well, I don't, don't need, need on this card, one no. on the card and yeah. I, I'm not going to rip open nice cards. I, and I don't yeah, remember if that one was... hard to open up. It like, it like, it like bears a hole in your soul. If you try to yeah. open those TVCs. Oh gosh. So um, it's good that they're getting that one back out there. I Agreed. do feel bad for the people that have paid big money to, <laughs> yeah. to, to get them. Um, but that one was a hot one. Um, and then they went into, um, they teased the Mando in Trooper Disguise, right. the Mandalorian Super Commando Captain, Ahsoka Clone Trooper, Arc Trooper Jesse, uh, but not available for pre-order, but teased. I don't know if that was, I, I don't recall if it was Pipeline or if they teased it and said it wasn't coming. Um, it gets gray area with those pipelines and and some things they've revealed to us multiple times via once is during pipeline. And then the next time it's a rendering. So it's right. hard to keep it. I think, you know, you talk about Robo from the Foosh and I, I'm going to give credit here. They, they did a live cast him and Veebs on, on Sunday night. And I, I didn't get to watch it live, but I did watch it. And Veebs said, I can't keep a star Wars wave straight anymore because of all yeah. this, the way they do it. And I said, I said, you're exactly right. It's almost impossible to know what's coming out. Unless you're a retailer working, working with Entertainment Earth, it's hard to tell because now there's not like a wave. There's like revision one, two, three, four of yeah. wave 31. And especially in the Black Series, he made the point that the boxes, especially now, lend themselves so well to do them as waves, but they're all over the place. So, oh, yeah. You know, and then what you do is when you go to pre-order, if you're a person that orders by the case, 
you're ordering three that have been revealed and then the other three in the case you don't know what they are yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a mystery you just spent money on something you have no idea what you're getting yeah so Uh, yeah which leads me to the one thing that i think people are either really excited about or really angry about which is the cantina yeah i uh i i was excited when they announced it and, and here's why at least hasbro is doing play sets again that's true um i know there's been varying opinions on them if you go on the internet about you know how well they're done or whatever right. i'm happy right. with them right and i'm i've bought all of them to date and i i have this one pre-ordered i'm debating if i need it or not luckily i have some time to decide that because it's not coming until next year but i i know where you're going with this brian and i'm guessing it has to do with the most icely cantina pretty much yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and that was a common that thread came up you know of why you know why are we getting a navarro cantina why can't we get the most Isley Cantina, which fans have been asking for for a long time. It's one of those, you know, I think Death Star, most Isley Cantina, uh, you know, stuff for Jabba's Palace. Those are the three that I see come up all the time. Maybe a Hoth base, but I think there's less, less of that one. So I'm happy they're doing a playset. It's got some cool features. It's, it's again, built so that if you buy two, you're going to be able to build it out a little bit better. Of which, course. It's kind of, you know, it's, it is what it is, right? It's yeah. Hasbro's trying to make money and they, they're a business. So I get it. Well, it's I'm going to, I'm going to give some credit to a customizer that I'm sure a lot of us follow. And I think they do a better job than anyone of creating play sets for both the three and three quarter and uh, six inch slash, you know, seven inch, the, the 12 scale range. Um and that's 2797 Studios. And if you haven't followed them, they do some amazing work. And you can either buy their stuff unpainted or painted. They'll have painted versions of their stuff that's available at certain times of the year. They'll, they'll paint up some of the ones that are really hot at that moment. Like, I believe right now they're really pushing uh, the Boba Fett throne. Um, and they offer painted and unpainted versions. They have the, the stand for uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin from Mustafar that they battle on. They have the doors that Luke walks out of in Mandalorian. I mean, they've done a phenomenal job. The the front of uh, and Return of the Jedi, uh, the different bunkers from uh, Endor. I mean, just to name a few, like the armory rooms from Rebels. I mean, just so much stuff. And if you haven't checked them out, it's uh, 2797-studios on Instagram. And uh, their website is just 2797studios.com. If you want to promote and support some of those artists and customizers that are out there, they're doing some great work too, alongside the the fully licensed work that's going on out there through Hasbro. That's a, that's a great point. And I actually, you know, I have a list going of stuff that I, I want to kind of get um pick up customized stuff oh, later yeah. but I, i'm right now i'm trying to focus on just getting my collection displayed the way i want yeah. it and getting you know getting my my uh storage to the point where i can easily find stuff 
and then oh, I'll, I'll get to that. But yeah, so definitely some good stuff out there. Um, so to finish up TVC, we had a, a trooper pack uh, from the Re- a Rebel Fleet trooper pack. Um, nice little uh, troop builder uh, pack for Rebel uh, soldiers. And then we also had um, a another exclusive Walmart. It is Walmart, by the way. I double-checked on that, Chris. Okay. Um, it's a future Walmart exclusive TVC, similar to the one they did last year with – it was packed in with some accessories with Grogu this time. And it's based off the Ice Spider horror kind of episode um, with um, – and uh, they even showed some in-package shots of that on the TVC card. That's going to be coming soon. So you'll probably be seeing that randomly show up as a pre-order in the middle of the night and sell out within 10 seconds. <laughs> 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 Prepare yourselves for people crying on, online about Walmart, another Walmart pre-order. And then within about a month, people complaining about it being half broken or uh, or basically a figure of another brand showing up at their house. I don't know if you saw this yesterday online, Chris. Someone ordered a Black Series figure. I think it was the the uh, an Imperial Droid character, one of the ones that just came out recently. And what showed up was a No Way Home Spider-Man Marvel Legends. <laughs> that's, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's I've Walmart with- for the win, people. Yep. With Walmart, it's, you know, I know people gripe about Target, but I, I, I at least find Target to be a little bit better. And I think Target, you have at least a chance. And we'll, we'll get to it we'll t- with Target. <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, Cause I don't want to kind of spoil what's, what's coming here. Cause I'm really excited to share this, but uh, what's up for black series. So black series, we have uh, Migs Mayfield, which we knew was coming revealed, right. but not available for pre-order. Boba Fett uh, in his in kind of in that um, robe, not the fully armored version yet. They're kind of I think they're teasing leading up to that. Right, right. It was the it was uh, was it half armored? I, I don't think or he was had it the like armor full on yet. robes like he just popped on screen and we're like, oh, oh, my God, it's Boba Fett. It, so it's on yeah. the planet where he gets the armor back. And I, I don't it's at first he's got the gaffy stick and the rifle. Yeah. And then he gets the armor about halfway through the episode. Yep. Yep. Um, so and it looks like again, they, uh, looks looks like I guess what they were gonna do and what Robo's already done in some sessions, customize the Darth Maul lower half into. <laughs> it's what it looks like to me. I may be wrong, but when yeah. I looked at the figure, I'm like, that's the Darth Maul lower half. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the other thing that I'm gonna point out here is is that in tvc and in black series i i'm sure there have been i'd have to look closely to tell you but there's been a lot of reuse lately i don't think we've gotten an all new figure sculpt in in a little while we we might have so don't hold me to that i just haven't looked at everything but and i'm not saying i'm not saying that reuse is a bad thing because you have to get your money out of them but yeah, that mall lower half just does not work for me. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. I mean, it, it's it's just really bad tooling. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's been shown on many videos um, on many major toy channels. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, anyone's seen it by now. But yeah, yeah. But but what else? What else do we have? We have Cobb Vanth Deluxe, which I you I remember you telling me you pre-sold out already. Um, that's. Basically, I love when someone compared it. They said that 
at the $31 price point, it's literally the same figure in a sense with the same type of accessories that the Mando best car that came out black series that was on the $20 price point last year. All they did was package it a little bit more separately instead of squishing it all together. Like they did on the original release of the best car Mando. On, on the, on the, the live cast, they actually, they tried to give a reason and I'm not buying it. So what they said was, that they had to put him in deluxe because the number of paint apps that they used on him because the armor is brighter and it's got those rich colors oh and God. they really tried to play that up. And then somebody pointed out to me like, well, isn't that what you've been doing with the carbonized figures and they're not deluxe figures. Yeah. And the other thing is, and again, I'm going to reference Veebs on the, you know, the Foosh live cast. And he said, you know, he can go with this one, but what does it open the door to? That's what he's worried about. And I agree. That's I can go point. with this one. I pre-ordered this one, but what are you opening the door to? That's a deluxe now. Like a deluxe used to be a Gamorrean guard or uh Jar Jar. Cause he was a bigger figure bigger or figure. Moloch from solo, which sat around for years, but still it was yeah. a good, it's a good figure. Yeah. It is a good figure. Yeah. Um, so where are we going to go there? And yeah, I, you know, yeah, I don't buy the paint point. apps thing. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, and, and I want to touch on a point that you made to talking about uh, the Darth Maul pants. And yeah. that is that we got some Galaxy's edge packs. There's a first order pack, a creature set and a droid set. Is it not time to update that astromech body? Oh my gosh. Right. We've been uh, people, the whole community has been complaining about that for years. It, it, it needs to happen. And I think they, they need to make a concerted effort to talk about it on one of their, their streams and actually do it. I mean, it's just, you've gotten your money out of that mold and oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's been brought up by, we're not the only people to bring that up. I will say of the galaxy's edge sets, depending on price point, the creature set interests me, but only if it's priced right. They didn't reveal pricing for any oh my of these. Gosh. I, I am, I am gonna, I, I will not be surprised if it's the price the same way as they have been, which has been what I think around a seventy nine ninety nine price point. I think. Um, for the bigger ones, yeah, I don't think that they could get away with the creature set, but the creature set, I you think would people say that. Well, this is true, but. I, I could see them I could see them trying to get forty out of it. Think but about honestly, where they're selling them. They're selling them in the parks. This is true. This is true. But I was, you know, I, I I'm gonna pat myself on the back here, and I didn't. I wanted Hondo and Rex, and I held out because I'm like, I'm not paying for. One I did too. Set. I did too. Yes. And then they and rewarded we won us. Out. We yep. out. And so <laughs> if the creature set isn't priced where I want it, I'll just wait it out. I don't need oh. it. These are all repack creatures. It's just going to put them out again. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. I mean, it has proved they are the repack retool kings. I mean, it's going to happen. So from there, we went into uh, and we've talked about this, the Mando Grogu and Ice Spider, the Target exclusive Larger version. <laughs> right. Which That's is Black Series. The only one that I haven't seen them do this with where they've done a TVC and a Black Series version is the Mudhorn one. Maybe I'm mistaken, but I think I only saw a Black Series. Nope, that, for that is coming. Yep, you are mistaken. Okay, so there you go. Um, 
and I will say the Target exclusive is still, as of this recording, I just checked, it is still available for pre-order. That's unheard of. Now, right. the Mudhorn one, that one came and went like faster than oh, that you was could, super you know. quick. Yeah. Yeah. It, people so, love that, that, that mud paint. That's what they love. They love that repaint with the mud. That's what they loved. Yeah, I'm I'm probably passing on both of the Ice Spider versions. I have enough versions of Din Jaren to last me a lifetime. I don't need any more. I don't need to recreate every time that he did something different. Like, I just don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, and that's where I'm at. And I, I wonder if, you know, we'll see how the Ice Spider, how long it stays up. But I wonder if right. people are starting to feel the fatigue of that. I think so. I think so. And then uh, also um, we had a tease for uh, some figures, right? Yep. The pipeline reveals. Yep. So we had security droid from Mandalorian. We had um, an Ewok village version of Leia. And I know that's one of my wife's favorite versions of Leia. So I'll probably pick that one up. Um, And then finally a black series version of one of the greatest bands of all time. The model no, the modal nodes, figure and Dan. Yep, I am excited about that one. I'm excited about Ewok Village Leia. Um, so it was nice to see. It was nice to see some OT. Yeah, love. I Finally. would really like you know, and I know, and it's time the the prequel trilogy was a little controversial. I think that's kind of subsided, and people are more receptive to it. I, I know that because I have because it can get worse, people. Yeah, I know that I enjoyed the prequel <laughs> tri- the prequel trilogy and I still want characters from there but yeah, there's so many I mean what we got introduced to in the prequels that we all thoroughly enjoyed was the idea of uh, a, a further mythology of what came before with the Jedi Order with the Republic with these different interesting aliens and characters it was a lot more diverse because we weren't telling the smaller story we were telling a much bigger grander story of how things went to hell basically during the prequels so we got to see a lot more variety so we'd like to see those figures too yeah and i'm not i'm not lobbying for senators or anything like we got in the the revenge (laughs) of the sith line there's a lot of there's a lot of creative things you could do i mean they can post their finger this way or you could tilt their head in an angry pose because they're <laughs> fighting for legislation. What are you talking about? I what I want is is I want the Jedi. I mean, that's really I what I yeah, I want the too. Jedi. I want some of the Geonosive uh, Geonosian characters. Yep. Some of the yep. Trade Federation characters that were interesting to me. I'm so glad I have my uh, I have the full Jedi Council scenes. Um, mine are all open, by the way, because I want to display them together and put together the whole thing and then i also have the the two the two different packs of we used to describe on geonosis the kind of like the table they had set up there with dooku and all of the uh you know the gosh you gotta help me out here the confederacy of planets thank you the confederacy of planets right yeah that's not an homage to the civil war whatsoever um But but yeah, and, and I had uh, that that scene building uh, section. I still have those. Th- those were cool, man. I-, I wish we'd get back to more of that kind of stuff. That'd be cool. I have those as well. They are cool. But I'm what I'm talking about is I want these characters in a six inch form. So and I think Ooh. that's what you're getting at. Yeah, that's what yeah, that's too. what I want. Me too. So but yeah. but moving on to probably the worst kept secret. <laughs> yeah, right. 
is the Haslab Rancor. Way to go, Hasbro team. Star Wars team. Yeah, yeah. Was the Rancor. Who doesn't want a $350 Rancor? I'm sorry. I, I know we're going to go into this in detail in, in the crowdfunding piece, but I got to let this be known that there have been multiple Rancors released over the time of Star Wars. And did we really need another Rancor as a HasLab project? I mean, what, the price point was maybe at the most $75.99 at the very most when they had the Target exclusive and... and um, Rancor from Force Unleashed, and then which had all the cool looking paint applications with came with other figures in the box set with it, um, all for a price point that was at retail. So I, I don't understand how you can justify doing a Hazlab project on a creature. And don't start telling me that you're buying it not just for that, but also for the um the follow-up, uh, you know, extensions of goals, because guess what? You're also getting more money from Hasbro's end for those extensions of goals. So that money is not factored in on including those pieces. Okay. When you're paying your upfront 350, don't think it's including that, you know, it's really, you're paying 350 for just the Rancor. All right, I'm done. I got off my soapbox. Sorry. No, it's fine. I, I mean, like we said, our, our next show we've kind of tipped is going to be uh, about crowdfunding in collecting. And so obviously we're going to talk heavily there about how we'll get really into it. But yeah. I just want to give you a taste of what you're yeah. in for. And, and I think it's I think it's fair because I have heard your viewpoint from a lot of collectors. And let me say this. This is one that I was on the fence about already. And and. I wanted to see what the stretch goals are going to be before I commit. And I'm still leaning that way. There seems to be some, a lot of people want the Rancor Keeper, right? And and so there seems to be this groundswell of, well, we want the Rancor Keeper. But then there's a lot of people that are like, well, it has to have Luke and it has to have a Gamorrean guard. And I'm going to go on record here and say that all four stretch goals will not be figures. Two of them are probably going to be accessories of some kind, yep. a bone or, or bones, and then two will probably be figures. And then it was pointed out to me by our good friend um, from Star Wars Action News, Arnie, that Hasbro has never sculpted up a new figure for a HasLab. If you look That's at such the, a great point, yeah. and, and I don't want to get into it too much because we'll talk about it when yeah. we talk about it, but they've never sculpted a, a unique figure to go with the HasLab project. So nope. he's not saying, you know, his point was he's not saying that they won't do it. He's saying that there's a history of them not doing it. So keep the expectations in check. Keep it low. Keep it and, real low. And so for me, I was like, well, I'm not backing this thing day one. I don't, it's huge, which is, which is good. I mean, that you want this thing to be huge, but here's the other thing. And we were not going to get too much into this, but I want to put this thought out there for people to think about until our next show where we talk about it is, does this qualify as a quote unquote dream project? Yep. Just, just keep that in your mind and we will come back to that in next episode. That's a great point to leave off on, on that. So. To finish up day one, just to kind of go through a list of the exclusives that were up that day from day one, we had Pudgy Pig pre-order. It was uh, it, the the stuff that went that day off was 
was the was it just pre-order or did they have some in stock that day too? So on the Power Rangers panel, they actually said that it was going to be in stock, not a pre-order. And then when it went up, it was a pre-order. So oh, the information they gave us in the panel was not correct. I okay. don't know if Thanks somebody had bad info, but it was pre-ordered. And I, even though I said I wasn't going to go in on it, I had FOMO <laughs> and I went on on Still it. Still up. <laughs> yep. And in, yeah. And uh, Transformers, we have the War for Cybertron, Deluxe, Covert, Agent, Ravage, and Micromaster, Decepticons, Forever Ravage. Still available. The Black Series Cantina Showdown <laughs> sold out. Then it went to pre order for those uh, that weren't able to get the initial amount. And then that also pre sold out. Um, so with the Black Series Trapper Wolf, that sold out, went to pre-order, but still available for pre-order. And finally, the Vintage Collection Emperor's Throne Room, which you have all seen previously, a number of these you've seen ahead of time, sold out, also went to pre-order, and with no surprise, that pre-order sold out as well, which leads us to day two. Well, before we get into day two, real quick, I want to just say, uh, to run through the panels, level of excitement, the, the way they were presented things, the energy levels. Uh, I have to say that I think Power Rangers was the worst presentation and, and oh. not because of what they showed. Here's why the cringy jokes that they do. And I get it because the original Mighty Morphin had bulk and skull and the cringy jokes, but it's, it was over the top. And I felt like it was not a great way to start off day one. I love transformers because they got right into it. They got to the point, they showed their stuff Star Wars was kind of in between the two. Star Wars was had cringy jokes and, you know, there was some, I don't want to say dad jokes, but there were some bad jokes and, and the, the Star Wars panel felt like it started to drag on a little bit. And then, of course, they didn't have uh, a lot of stuff to show us and they didn't even have the Rancor mock-up. That was all, it was all renderings that we were shown for the Rancor. And then, of mm. course, I can't rank Ghostbusters because there was, you know, it was just a kind of like a quick <laughs> yeah. tease. Yeah, um, yeah, it was pretty quick. I watched that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so I would say that's what I would say about, about those panels. Now, day two, we're going to get into it, but day two was <laughs> where it was at. Take us away with your, with your, the second half of your favorite collecting. So I would say Power Rangers and one of Chris's all-time favorites going back to his childhood, G.I. Joe, America's hero. So go ahead. They started this panel with a bang. Uh, no nonsense. They went right into reveals. No jokes. And it was great. So they, they revealed the Cobra Bat, which we kind of had an inkling was coming. They revealed it. They didn't put it up for pre-order. But there's a reason for that. Um, it'll go up later this year. And then they revealed Tiger Force and Python Patrol. Now, my initial thoughts was we're a little early in the classified line to be getting into Tiger Force and Python Patrol. However, you see we're going to come back full circle here in a moment. They revealed the Tiger Force Outback, which looked fantastic. And I'm excited because it means we'll get a regular edition Outback down the way. And it's a whole new body. So it's a body in between roadblock and gung-ho and duke so it's kind of an in-between body which opens it up for more characters 
We got Python Patrol Viper, which is a straight repack of the Target exclusive Cobra Island Viper, just a different color scheme. And then we have a Python Patrol Bat, which now you see we've come full circle. So we're getting the Bat and Python Patrol. And these are Target exclusives. However, I will say they were up for a long time on Target. And I think when I checked yesterday, Outback, you could still pre-order the Python Patrol Viper and the Bat were out of stock, but they were up for a good long time. And they even made it a point in this panel to say, look, we understand the frustrations with Target exclusives and Target is working with us. They're upping their order quantities and they're working with us to make sure that we have a better experience. And there's truth to that because when they re-released the Cobra Island stuff, the Baroness, the Viper, the Firefly, uh, there was a couple others those they re-released them online they put them back in stores and with the regular wave lady j and flint and cobra commander if you haven't found those i honestly don't think you're looking hard enough because i'm tripping over them at this point which is a good thing so that's awesome yeah so i think you know they're dialing in target which is good the other thing is is that these are kind of it's a kind of like a nice little subline. So if you only want the classic versions of characters and you don't want to dip your toe here, you can skip these. It's funny because everyone I talked to was like, yeah, uh, I didn't know that I kind of wanted these, but everyone ended up pre-ordering them because they looked fantastic. <laughs> so that was kind of the first half of, well, not the first half, but now, now we're going to get into the part that really excited me. And <laughs> The regular line, we are getting my favorite G.I. Joe character, and that is Spirit, the Native American uh, G.I. Joe character. And, and I love that in the 80s, they had him in there, right? The, the, the one thing I'm going to say is even in the 80s, the G.I. Joe line was very inclusive with women, characters of color, different backgrounds, Oriental, Native American, African American. And, you know, they're doing that. They're bringing that into the line here again and they really knocked it out of the park with spirit and what i like is they're leaning less into that sci-fi theme and they're you know again they the hasbro gi joe team has been listening the gold paint and kind of the nerf weapons are starting to kind of disappear and they're leaning into that classic which there are some people that like the sci-fi vibe i think most people wanted a more classic take on it we're getting realistic weapons now and Spirit was just done so well. And actually, Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas, who is part Native American, uh, Cherokee, I believe, or no, Navajo, I'm sorry, Navajo, revealed this character. And he even said that he took it and he tried, he got other Native Americans to buy, you know, to, to give their blessing on it. And he even tried to get a tribe elder. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't do that. But the artwork on the box is, is done in a Native American style. That's cool. It's, it's really well done. And he comes with freedom. And here's the thing. It's not a deluxe figure. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it oh. Comes with, yeah. So this you know. is at a regular price point, not $31. Yep. Nice. He looks fantastic. And I, I didn't think like, I'm like, where do we go in this panel from here? Cause like the bat, the tiger force Python patrols, like this is cool spirit. Like I was, I was yelling out of my, uh, my toy room to my wife. I'm like, they're doing spirit. <laughs> she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, where do they go from here? And then they're like, 
And this is Emily, who I like. She was on the Power Rangers brand team and has moved over to the uh, G.I. Joe brand team. And she dropped a little knowledge from the cartoon, not necessarily the comics, but from the cartoon. They're like Spirit's original rival uh, Storm, you know, what was was Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes was not a thing at first. That was more the comics. But in the in the TV series, Spirit and Storm Shadow had a rivalry. And that's who they revealed next was Storm Shadow. And they reveal he's classic gone is that bone mask you know and <laughs> the tattoos on his arm and they've leaned into the classic look again and he looks fantastic and so my custom that i made with articulated icons i'll still use it but i feel like they knocked this one out of the park and then you're thinking okay where do we where do we go from there and then they they kind of tease emily teases they, she mentions Fiona and I'm like I didn't get the reference at first and then they talk about Croc Master well Fiona is the crocodile Croc Master's crocodile and they reveal <laughs> Croc Master and oh my goodness I was like they they just stole the th- I'm like Marvel at the end of the day man they got some they got to bring it now because G.I. And Joe they did. brought they did. it they did we'll they there. did um <laughs> like I said day two was where it was at yeah, it was. It but Crockmaster with Fiona. And I apologize, I'm taking a little longer here no, because go ahead. of the level of my excitement for the, for this line. I just, I, you know, now that one's going to be a deluxe, but they've got some cool accessories in there. Fiona's got two little baby crocodiles. They even have <laughs> names, which I don't remember off the top of my head. And then I'm like, well, where do they go from here? And so then they announced that they've had the retro collection at Walmart. I think it's done fairly well. But yeah, and, and they've kept it well stocked. I mean, I have consistently seen it over and over again. Yeah. Now, I don't think I don't remember if it was Hascon earlier this year or PulseCon last year, but there was a rumor going around that ja- I think it was Jazzwares was going to get the GI Joe three and three quarter O ring line. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Okay, that I rumor do. was fairly very fairly pervasive and. Nothing was said it, and I again I don't remember which one it was. So you'll have to excuse me that I don't remember if it was six months ago or a year ago. But they, I do remember that being out there. Well, they came out and they announced O-ring GI Joes are back. These are going to be Pulse exclusives, and they led with Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow, and these look exactly like the vintage Getting ones. Into that retro. Now, this is what people wanted with the retro. They didn't want the 25th anniversary one. They didn't want TBC. They didn't want TBC version of G.I. Joe. Yeah. Yeah. So I was happy about that. I, of course, got that. And then, and then, of course, yeah. Well, it has the Storm Shadow that I've wanted, and the vintage one just goes for so much money. But, uh, they they're like oh we're gonna do a haslab and they roll co- yeah yeah this is covered from the same guy that bought an ecto one a re- the remake of ecto one the remake of uh the turtle van so i have no room to speak so go ahead they roll this footage they had this presentation planned out and at first you see a jet come over and at first I think everybody's mind went to, are they doing the USS flag? Okay. Oh, and then pretty quickly in you realize you realize, no, they're doing the sky striker. Now for me, I don't know if I'd ever go as big of a flag that thing, you know, although 
There's a lot of people saying they're testing the waters with the Sky Striker. But here's the thing. This was one of the few G.I. Joe vehicles that I always wanted as a kid and never had. And it's partly because it's based on probably the most iconic aircraft of the 1980s, the F-14 Tomcat. And so for me, when they announced this, I was in. I don't remember because they don't give you a number when you back these HasLab projects. You kind of have to look at where the number clicked up. But I think I was in the first 30 people to back this. I couldn't get my credit card information out fast enough. And I was so excited. And I'm yelling out of the room again, they're doing a Sky Striker. And for those of you who don't know, my birthday was uh, this last week. And so I told my wife, I'm like, happy birthday to me. And she's like, fine. Now, here's the other genius thing they did. They revealed not only what the unlocks are, like the as far as what levels that you know, backer levels the unlocks happen, they revealed all the stretch goals up front. So you know what the stretch goals are going into this. And here's what yeah, and here's what I'm gonna say. So I've been tracking this, and the rancor started a day before the sky striker. The sky striker needs a thousand more than than the rancor however right now the sky striker is outpacing the rancor i think it's like two percent ahead in percentage wise but it's like over 600 backers ahead of the rancor and it started a day after the rancor i just think it's interesting now i understand that you know there's there might not be as much bleed over as maybe we think and again we're going to talk about this kind of stuff in, in, in our next show, but oh yeah, my point here is, is that I think that I think all three of these are going to fund, right. And we're going to talk about they them will. running three concurrent has labs in our next show. But right. I think that the sky striker will fund before the rancor does. I could see that. I could see and that. I, and I want to add here, every GI Joe classified figure that they put up for pre-order that day on pulse pre-sold out on pulse it's the only property that had that happen that's saying something so the hasbro team is listening they told us they said look the gi joe hasbro team is listening. yes correct they didn't tell us that the snake eyes movie was terrible and it didn't do well but what they did say and without saying that was classifieds is here to stay it is not going anywhere we've got more in store for you and we got some reveals that we'll talk about when we get to Pulse uh, Pulse Premium 1027. Yeah, as well. But for me, I'll just put it out here: the energy that they brought, the way they got right into the reveals, no cringy jokes. They didn't waste time. They just went right in and they used their their hour that they had very economically, and it didn't feel like it was dragging on. Best panel of the Pulse Con for me. My favorite would be the follow-up Marvel with the three most powerful, amazing dudes <laughs> at Hasbro, in my opinion. Those guys are amazing. Um, and they have so much fun. There's so much passion for, uh, for the brand. And uh, they started off with the retro line, which, is, which has a market. I think everyone's seen these everywhere on the pegs, right? But, you know, people like these, the retro style, three and three quarter uh, Marvel, leg- they call them legends even, legends line. Um, and, uh, so far they showed Wolverine and Phoenix, 
and then they tease some more that are coming down the pipeline in uh, Venom, uh, like the old school original looking Venom from um, like Secret Wars style Venom, uh, Falcon, Mr. Fantastic, um, but none of those are out for pre-order yet. Uh, the ones I just mentioned that were teased. Um, but that line continues and is going to continue moving on. And it's cool for those that like that basic five points of articulation retro style three and three quarter. Now, where the excitement happened, which is always where it happens with Legends. And as we know, Legends is celebrating 20 years um, going into this next year um, as, um, as a line. Going back to Toy Biz and on, they, um, they have been around. And uh, the first two figures they showed were on a classic style card back, um, which they have been using for a lot of the retro style figures like the 90s Spider-Man and the 90s X-Men. Um, figures that have been coming out lately, as we've seen with Gambit and Rogue um, and some of the Spider-Man heroes and villains characters, um, was a classic style Scarlet Witch and Vision. Uh, but not just Vision, but the white Vision, actually, um, on those cards. And they look pretty damn good. West Coast Avengers, baby. Yeah, West Coast Avengers card back, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it looked awesome. I, I'm not doing a lot of the comic line, but that Scarlet Witch tempted me. It, it's really good. It's looking. really well done. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, their sculpting is on point. Their tooling has been amazing. Um, but those were the next two major ones announced in that retro card back style, um, that thicker card style, um, which is a pain to cut the bubble off without trying to destroy that card. But I've learned my process down. <laughs> um, the uh, MCU, when we talk about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which announced was uh, pretty interesting to back. The Steve Rogers Endgame two-pack, which um, focuses on America's posterior end. Um, <laughs> and Well played, and, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and um, New Orleans' own Anthony Mackie, Captain America, Sam Wilson. I got, I got to rep my hometown there and my hometown actor there. Um, but uh, Sam Wilson uh, uh, is uh, Captain America. They would have had me with this two pack if they had included so Sam's no wings. wings. I'm reading read your if, comments on the notes, and I'm like, that's such a Chris comment. Still no wings on the Sam. Because I bought the Marvel Select one, and I'm just, it's too big, and the wings are very yeah. clunky. Well, you gotta on hang it. it. You gotta get like yeah. something to hang it with so that it'll look smaller. That's like, the but key. anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, <laughs> finally, on a single card a really well-updated sculpt of the Marvel Cinematic Winter Soldier look from Civil War um, and Winter Soldier film, like the looks that we saw in both of those films, pretty much. They, they got the face right finally. Oh, it's so good, right? Yeah, With the it hair really falling is. in front of his face, it looks great. And then what really got me really pumped, and anyone that knows me, my favorite Marvel character is Wolverine. Um, they did finally... Finally, they did a 90s animated style X-Men series Wolverine. Um, and on top of that, they did a Jubilee um, with some unique uh, cell shading going on. Um, but what's really cool about it is the packaging. They went with the OG style VHS tapes. And I'm going to explain where this comes from. The VHS tapes, originally Fox Kids, which is where it started at, um, the X-Men series in the 90s, which I was a big fan of, watched it as it came out. 
Um, they originally released the first season episodes in individual VHS tapes with gorgeous artwork on them. And I had the full set at one time, Chris. I'm not kidding. I had them. I had the full set of all the VHS tapes. Um, and then as we do over time, you know, I didn't really need them anymore. They were gorgeous. They were beautiful with the artwork and everything. But like, it, it was time to move on from it. It was enough bulk carrying around. So I did sell them to a collector and they are happily in another home. But I'm really, I'm really excited to see them using that style packaging as a great homage to the original home releases of the 90s animated series. A really smart move by that, uh, by that team. Um, and then also, uh, something that was teased that we kind of knew was coming, um, was appreci an, an appreciation of the first 20 years of, uh, Marvel Legends with the release of some of the series one characters. And by the way, I still have on card, my series one toy biz, Captain America and Iron Man, by the way. Nice. I still have them. No one seems to want to buy it from me. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway. Um, it's crazy. Oh, that's a whole nother story for another day. The, the, the market now for, for selling older figures or letting go of stuff and moving on to newer things in your collection. That's a whole nother story for another day. But um, they announced a really awesome, it wasn't just repacks or, but basically they did an updated version with modern tooling, with modern paintwork, modern sculpting and in re-envisioning of those characters and i have to say they look phenomenal if i if i wasn't you know collecting and focusing on collecting what i'm doing now i would jump all in on that but i just don't have the space or can't extend my focus that far so and uh also they did tease that the other two from that original series one wave there were four in that wave um and that was hulk and toad also were confirmed that they will be coming, but nothing was shown yet for those figures. So I'm curious to see how much they look like the original or if they go the route of what they did with Captain America and Iron Man, really revamp it and reimagine it. Yeah, they made a point too to say that they looked at different ways to do the packaging and they said, we really can't today do that big plastic clamshell. Oh, God. Said, Plus, it was so indestructible. So they kind of had you to reimagine. You couldn't open the damn thing. Yeah. It was yeah. so hard. You had I remember to... that. I had to get like scissored out at an angle and like stab <laughs> it in and then cut my way around. I mean, I, I, I'll never forget that. I mean, I would cut my hand on the plastic trying yep. to open the dang thing. Yeah, it, it was difficult. But I do like the way that they paid homage to the original packaging, but did it on, on a blister on a card. And, exactly. and I think it worked well. I agree. I think it was really well done. And I think the Captain America looks fantastic. Oh, and I love looks, looks great. I love during the live stream how it's got the it's got the ports where it looks like you know, like you can plug stuff in. And oh yeah, Dwight, Dwight made the comment. He's like, and if you don't like the holes, I'm sure you have a hundred Captain America shields sitting in your drawer. You so just grab one of those. Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I have some friends who uh, Chris talks about Star Wars chat. I have my turtles. Uh, my uh, Turtle Holics Anonymous chat that we call it now, um, and uh, um, uh, my good friend uh, Anthony, we, we call him Mikey, he, short for Michelangelo. That's his nickname in the group. We all have different nicknames, and uh, Mikey was, was super, super freaking out about Null. Um, and if you're you're following the comics recently, 
Um, there's been a lot of deep mythology building for the symbiotes and the history of Venom and where symbiotes came from. And basically that there was this Black King. If you saw that, there was a crossover story called The Black King in Marvel this past year. Um, and it was all about this character named Null. Okay. And Null is basically the first person that basically creates symbiotes. Symbiotes come from him. So that is really, really cool, along with the other characters of Despair and Vulcan. Um, those will be some amazing characters that are coming down the road. They were revealed, but those pre-orders aren't up yet, but I'm sure they'll be down the road probably by the next uh, stream they do. But Marvel just keeps killing it. They just keep killing it, man. Uh, I'm just, I mean, I think uh, Hasbro, I mean, it, it's easily, I would say, Marvel, G.I. Joe, and Power Rangers are what is keeping Hasbro relevant in the toy community right now. Those three lines are what keeps me interested in Hasbro as a company. Yeah, I think it's funny. Those last three characters, though, we talk about, you know, that's a Chris don't know. I didn't know any yeah. of those three <laughs> characters, but I liked how they went into them. And I, I also want to give credit, and I think it's important. Dwight didn't know something. And he's like, I haven't read that comic yet. I haven't gotten there. And I, I like yeah, that he did that. Stuff. That's Very okay. Recent. That's okay. Right. They, so, but it's I, super I'm a recent. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people I'm sure haven't gotten to it yet, especially if they read in graphic novels rather than as the comics come out. Yep. And that, I'm guilty of that. I'm a graphic novel person. I'm starting to get getting, into that mode too. Cause I'm yeah. lazy. It's just easier for me to, to, to keep them together and whatnot, but. Oh, it's a great. Yeah, absolutely. Marvel was for me the second best panel of the whole pulse con and to what you said star wars is still on the map but i feel like there is a growing obviously the stuff they're putting out is still selling or they wouldn't put out the credit collection right. they and wouldn't the keep carbonized the license they wouldn't keep putting that stuff out if it wasn't selling those kind of thing you know and and look I'm not here to say Hasbro needs to cater to Chris and Brian. That's not what we're saying here, <laughs> right? If you like some of the stuff that was revealed and you're all Mando and you love that, I'm happy you're getting Go that. I'm it. just saying what I am hearing is there is a growing discontent with, with the lack of variety, if you will. That's it. And I think it's a fair point. And I think that that's kind of, I don't want to use the word soured, but but maybe late made star Wars a little less appealing for people. And I've said this on the show before and, and, and I'm saying it again. We star only have Wars so is, many dollars. Yes. But star Wars has been my bread and butter, but I'm having more fun collecting other lines yep, because I'm too. getting the variety. And some of that is because I'm not as far into those lines. Power Rangers is a fairly new line with Hasbro getting the, you know, buying power Rangers. GI Joe's a fairly new line, you know, Motu Origins, you know, those are newer lines. So there's a little bit there, but you know, we're not picking on Star Wars here. We're just saying, not at like, all. Not they, at all. they are, they are, their other brand teams are stepping up, and Star Wars is no longer the big dog like it used to be. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's clear cut there. But, but let, let's, let's jump ahead into the last part of PulseCon, which was Pulse Premium 1027. And as I mentioned before, I'm cheap. I don't have a premium account. Um, so, so I'm going to hand this off to Chris to really lead the conversation here because he did attend this and can give a little bit more detail on uh, what he saw last night. 
Yeah, I'm going to roll through these fairly quickly because yeah, go we're, we're going a little we touched on some of this. Yeah. yeah, we're going a little long, too, um, than we wanted to. But uh, that just means more content for you guys. But real quick, yeah. <laughs> exclusives from day two was the G.I. Joe uh, classified Master of Disguise Zartan sold out, went to pre-order, then pre-sold out. Marvel Legends Modoc World Domination Tour. I thought that was a cool concept um, myself. That one is still available as of this recording. And then the Marvel Legends Venom, which actually sold out. So those were the exclusives. I got that went my up. Venom. Okay, cool. I actually <laughs> ended up ordering a, the Modoc and a Venom for a friend who, um, you know, wasn't able to. Oh, that to, was nice. Yeah, to grab them. So, or I think yeah. he wanted two because there was a limit of one. So, but getting into Pulse Premium 10 But before you jump into that, I just oh, going to sure. mention the only two things. So, out of uh, so I've really cut back on on my 12 scale and three and three quarter stuff that I, that I that I order. I only I only ordered two things, and one was Venom, the other was the Wolverine and the VHS packaging. That was it. But now let's move on to Pulse Premium. So they started with GI Joe, and again, GI Joe went right into it. They revealed the third figure in the wave with Spirit. And Storm Shadow, which is the classified Cobra officer, he pre-sold out on um, on Pulse Premium. He is available at other retailers. And then they revealed the the alley, the alley Viper, which we've known. It's been on the artwork since the beginning of the line, so we knew it was coming. Oh. It's been revealed. Not available for pre-order yet. It'll come later on for pre-order. Power Rangers was next. Nothing new was shown. But weirdly enough... When the pre-orders went up, In Space Silver, which we all the Ranger community had figured out was a Walgreens exclusive. Oh. Yeah, this never even got announced by Hasbro. It just kind of wow. like, yeah. So it showed up on someone uh, dropped the ball. Yeah, it showed up on Pulse Premium as in stock under their partner exclusives, and then sold out. I was able to get that, so I don't have to monkey with Walgreens. That said, I usually don't have a problem finding Walgreens exclusives. Um, you have to be patient. Transformers, they revealed uh, a Generation Select Deluxe Lift ticket. From what I'm understanding, this pays homage to a previous uh, BotCon exclusive. So it's kind of a very inside thing. Um, I'm like, what the hell is a lift ticket? I'm sorry. Yeah. When, I, when you say lift ticket, I think of the G.I. Joe character who piloted <laughs> oh the Tomahawk. I'm so, I don't mean that in any bad way to Transformers fans. I, that just shows my literal ignorance about Transformers. But when I just read, if you just read those words by themselves, anyone would be like, what the heck is that? Yeah. He transforms. He's like a, a, a um, tow truck kind of thing. So I guess. Oh, li- yeah, that makes yeah. so much sense now. Okay. I got it. And then Ghostbusters, which we've already talked about. The yeah, we went project. on Nauseam about that. Yeah. Um, and then Star Wars, again, no, uh, no, nothing for pre-order. These were all just reveals. Okay. Stormtrooper Jetta Patrol, again, another use of that Stormtrooper body. And they, they even pointed it out and said, oh, we're getting good use out of that new Stormtrooper mold. Yeah, we know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bad Batch Echo, Bad Batch Omega, and Return of the Jedi Bib Fortuna, which is the second time they've teased us with that figure because they did the yeah, pipeline. they did a pipeline for and that. And now they, they showed us like color and I'm like, oh, I so badly want that figure. And I'm <laughs> I, I'm not doing Bad Batch. I'm not a so huge. So does this complete the Bad Batch set? Because I'm not collecting it either, but does that com- finish it out? 
from what I understand, this finishes out the Bad Batch okay. set. So, so they put out every figure now. People collecting Bad Batch are happy. I think now what people want is TVC Bad Batch. Uh, of course. Uh, and then we get to Marvel, uh, which is Marvel Legends. They revealed. I saw did these. Put yeah. up for pre-order the comic uh, Iron Spider. People have been and, wanting that for a while. And then the one, yeah. And, and the one that I liked was the X-Men animated series, Mr. Sinister. Oh, yeah, that was great. I was a little on the fence about the cell shading, but when, you know, when they announced it, but then when you see it on these figures, it looks like they looked when they were like, they, it literally looks like they were, they jumped out of this, out of your TV and right? into figure form. Everybody needs to go on to Disney plus and watch the X-Men animated series, Mr. Sinister episodes. You need yep. to. <laughs> so that was, that was the, uh, uh, pulse premium 1027. It was about an hour and a half. It, I feel like the Power Rangers thing, you know, again, that panel moved slow. They were talking about Dino Fury. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it was a little longer than it needed to be, but I felt like it was kind of cool to give us a little extra content. Um, and then, of right. course, there was an early pre-order window for premium members before they went up for the general public. I think, again, there wasn't much that sold out with the exception of the Joe figure. Um and then, of course, the, the Power Rangers, the one that went up unannounced. So overall, you know, I'm going to say for these two days for Pulse Con and then this, I, I, I give this a solid B plus. Yeah, um, I'd agree for everything that. was that was shown um, and what we got. It was definitely an improvement. I, I would say they've definitely improved um, from their previous uh, attempt at a con this past year. Yeah, yeah, I think they're learning. So this is like the third or fourth time they've done one of these. And, you know, I've gone on record and I've said I miss the old format where they would just dump like a half a year's worth, you know, or a third of a Give year's me the PowerPoint worth of stuff. Slides. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm coming around to this format and I do like this. Um, I was lucky enough because I was on vacation last week to be off, which was nice to be able to just enjoy the Friday panel without having to try and catch it while working, you know, and you know how that goes. If you got meetings oh, or whatever, yes. obviously work is the priority. So to be able to just focus on, on toys that. are always the priority, Chris. <laughs> well, <laughs> I have to have a job to pay for said oh, toys. <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, send us loads of money people and that way we can just talk about toys for you yeah there There you go go. (laughs) um i did want to mention real quick they did have panels for avalon hill Fortnite, nerf magic the gathering was all part of the programming only one of those that does kind of what we talk about here is Fortnite, and Fortnite squarely falls into the chris and brian don't know (laughs) yes (laughs) so and and it's not something that we actively collect i do know they put up they they show him a stare yeah, at them. In the I look store. at them. Like, I did yeah, buy... That'd be cool if I, if I really got into customizing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they showed five figures. They only put one up for pre-order, but, um, but that about wraps it up. And I think, yeah, you know, we're, it. what's crazy is we're now, and I think Hasbro's padding their dates because of the shipping crisis, but you know, we're now pre-ordering stuff. I think there's stuff that I've pre-ordered for September because remember on Tuesday, we also pre-ordered TVC figures, the Ahsoka and the Death Watch TVC that went up for, as part of the every oh, Tuesday yeah, Mandalorian yeah, yeah, reveals. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, what was it? A, two weeks before that, we did the retro 
sell the second wave of retro Mando, but I think that there's, there's some stuff that's September of next year. It's crazy that I am now pre-ordering stuff for fall of next year, for yeah. fall of next year. And the has labs, the Rancor and the sky striker are spring of 2023. Well, well, welcome to my world. I know we'll talk about this on next episode, but Brian's collecting has changed. Hint, hint. It's gotten a little bit more focused and a little bit warmer. That's all I'll say. And we'll talk about that in our next episode, along with our main uh, focus of crowdfunding, which will be our main topic. Exactly. So hopefully we'll get that out here soon, because I think we've, we've kind of been discussing it and we've mm-hmm. kind of been putting together our, our show notes, the, the talking points. But I'm definitely excited to, to talk about, uh, you know, where that, you know, crowdfunding and its place in, in collecting because it's oh, yeah. certainly becoming a bigger and bigger thing. And it used to be smaller and now we're into the big companies doing it too. So we'll get into it. Uh, it's good to be back and appreciate you guys listening. And we will, uh, we will yeah, talk yeah. to you later. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk to you later. We'll catch you next time. Um, uh, we'll probably be putting the next episode out. I, I would hope by the, the end of November, which will be the, the the next episode we record this episode which is a spur of the moment reaction welcome back to chris and brian and thrill of the hunt um i'll be trying to do some quick edits and post it up tonight so um so hopefully you guys will be hearing this as you're heading out to halloween and trick-or-treating or whatever you enjoy to do on all hallows eve um so have a good night everybody we'll see you next time well brian i think that's going to do it for this episode Come back next month to hear us talk toys and collectibles on Thrill of the Hunt, a collector's podcast. Until next time, we wish you good luck on your toy hunt. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this show, we would love a five-star review on iTunes. You can find Thrill of the Hunt, a collector's podcast on Facebook at Thrill of the Hunt Collector Podcast. There you can interact with us and find links to our other social media channels. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed in this show are those of the hosts and belong solely to them. This podcast is not affiliated with any of the toy companies or licenses mentioned in the show. This show may not be reproduced, repurposed, or redistributed without express written consent from the host.